Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusard.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. So once again, a welcome to uh, any visitors we have with us. Um, if you were with us last week, you know that we started a, a preaching series for Lent entitled Behold the Lamb. If you weren't with us last week, we talked about um, this series being about giving us biblical roots for the Mass. Why is it that we do what we do? It's all in the Mass. It's all there for us to more deeply understand it. Hopefully, as we have these conversations over the next four weeks now, we will have a a deeper understanding for ourselves to enrich our own spiritual life, but we will feel more equipped to have a conversation with anyone else who maybe asks, why is it that Catholics do what they do? Why do they do the same thing over and over again? There's a reason we do the same thing over and over again. Last week, we, we asked the question, who decides how we worship? Who decides how we worship? And we said that it is God who decides how we worship. God determines how we worship. We talked about this story of Moses going up the mountain um, when they were freed from the Egyptians. He went up to get the, the law of how to live, and he went up to get the law of how to worship. If you want to catch up, uh, if you weren't here, you can go back on our website and, and check out the homily from last week and the notes, which talk about God determines how we worship. This week, we want to answer the question of, if God does determine how we worship, how do we worship? How does he outline, how does he um, tell us and communicate to us how we are to worship him? This is a really important conversation today. I really want us to just to be kind of listening up. Because we're going to be using language that we use all the time in Mass, but hopefully now we're going to hear that language in a different way with a deeper understanding so we can enter into Mass a little better. How does God determine how we worship? In a word, God determines how we worship through sacrifice. Keyword today is going to be sacrifice. God tells us that he wants to worship him through sacrifice. Let's start with what the word sacrifice means, right? Sacrifice comes from a Latin word which means to make sacred, to make holy. To take something and to make it separate just for God. To sacrifice something is to make it holy just for God's use. Let me give an example of what I'm talking about here. Um, in my house, um, I have a bunch of cups, have a bunch of jars. 
I use some of them for drinking water. I use some of them for drinking wine. I use some of them for drinking um, this brown substance that many people would call bourbon, right, on ice. So we, right, that's, that's for the household use, clear use. But on this side, in the church, in the back, there's a cabinet, a drawer, which looks just like my house drawer. But inside, there's some gold chalices and some gold bowls. Those chalices and bowls are consecrated. They are set apart for holy things, for holy use. Those things are set apart for God. We're going to use them today at Mass. They're consecrated only for God's purposes. I would not take those that are consecrated and go to one of your houses and drink beer with them. I wouldn't bring a, a gold bowl that we have, our bread today, bring it to your house so that we can eat chili in it. No, because it's sacrificed. Its use is only for God's purpose, for a holy purpose. So when we talk about sacrifice, it's important that we remember the real meaning of sacrifice. Some of us, um, we, we just a, a, a colloquialism that we use is, I'm going to sacrifice, I'm going to give something up. Well, the biblical language which we're trying to restore is we're not necessarily giving something up, but we're giving something to God so that it is only for God's purpose and God's use. Sacrifice. In the Old Testament, there were four um, kind of things that were involved in sacrifice. What's needed for sacrifice? One, it's the offering, what is being offered to God. In the Old Testament, there were bloody sacrifices and there were clean sacrifices. So, example, they would use, they would offer up to God bread and wine and incense. Those are clean sacrifices. But they would also offer up to God animals, lambs, goats, doves. And they would sacrifice those things. They would kill them, and we'll get to that a little bit. So, it's the thing that's offered, it's the person that needs to offer the sacrifice. So there is a person offering the sacrifice, and in biblical language, that would be the priest. There's a place that that sacrifice is offered, and that would be on the altar. It's important for us to remember and realize is that the altar was made of permanent material. It's made of permanent material because the fourth qualification is the sacrifice had to be consumed. It either had to be consumed by being burned or being consumed by being eaten. So the priest would often burn. He would offer up to God the sacrifice on the altar on behalf of the people. Four things. The thing that was offered, the person that's offering it, the altar on which the sacrifice is placed, and it had to be consumed either by fire or bodily. There were clean sacrifices and bloody sacrifices. Why did God choose sacrifice? This is important for us to hear. Why did God choose sacrifice? God chooses sacrifice not because he needs what we offer him, but because we need what we offer him. We are incarnational beings. We, 
we, we touch, we see, we, we want to be interactive with our love affair with God. And so to offer something to God, it gets us involved. There's a price, there's a, there's a cost, there's a feel involved, right? We can see this uh, with people who love each other, right? It's one thing to say, I love you. It's another thing to say, I love you and here is a ring. That's something different. Someone has sacrificed. Someone has brought something to offer as a witness, as a mediation of that love for the other person. And the other person receives that with sincerity, with significance. You have offered something. You have sacrificed to make those words mean something. When we say, I'm sorry, it's easy to say, I'm sorry, right? Those are words. But when someone shows up with a dozen roses and says, I'm sorry, it means something more significant, right? There's a sacrifice involved. There's something that is being placed as a mediation of what's happening between two people. As we kind of consider sacrifice, we're talking about something that is happening 4,000 years ago. So we're going to talk about maybe something that maybe some of us are uncomfortable with. If you work for PETA, probably going to feel uncomfortable. If you don't like to go to the hunting camp just because it's a little bloody, if you don't like to be in the emergency rooms, our conversation might be a little sticky. Don't get distracted about what happens in the Old Testament. Remember, this is 4,000 years ago. But what God said is, I want you to offer me something that was important to you. And back in the day, what was important to people was animal. It was livestock. It was bread. It was food. So they would offer their best of what they had. They would offer their best animal. They would offer their best food. So they would offer bread and wine. They would offer their best lamb, their best goat, their best calf, their best animal, their best dove to God. And the priest would slaughter it. And there would be blood involved. There would be death involved. Why is this so important? Hear this. Because what was being offered on the altar represented the person who was offering it. In other words, if I'm going to offer a turtle dove to God, I am basically offering myself on the altar And that dove represents me. I'm not going to go and sacrifice myself on the altar. That's not what we do. But I'm going to offer something that represents my gift to the Lord. And the slaughtering, the killing of the animal says, I am giving you everything I have, Lord. I am all yours unto death. This is so important. Because as we sacrifice things, as we read about people sacrificing things to God, and as we're talking about worship, God is wanting us to worship him in the way that we are called to worship. In other words, 
What that sacrifice means is how we are called to live with God. Lord, I am all yours. I hold nothing back. I give you my best. And so that I'm not putting myself on the altar, I'm going to put something that represents my best on the altar. It's important. This is done all throughout the Old Testament. If you go back and read Cain and Abel, right, the the children of Adam and Eve, the first thing Cain did in Genesis 4, 1 through 5, is Cain offers a sacrifice, a burnt offering to God. Noah, when he got finished his journey, 40 days and 40 nights, he gets off the boat and he offers sacrifice to God. We heard today in the reading, Abraham and Isaac, Abraham and Isaac are going up the mountain. Isaac's carrying the wood on his shoulders. Isaac says, where is the sacrifice, Dad? What are we going to offer to God? Isaac knows what they're doing. This is what people do. They're going to build an altar, and they're going to offer sacrifice to God. Moses, if you remember last week, when Moses went up the mountain to get the the Ten Commandments, the, the covenant, the the book of life. First thing he did is he came the mountain, he came down the mountain, he read it all aloud to the people, and then he built an offer, and he offered sacrifice to God. A sacrifice was a way to say, Lord, we are all in on everything you're saying. We have heard your word, and we say we believe it. Now we're going to offer a sacrifice to show you we believe it. And this is so important. Listen to the words uh, that are said. Hopefully this will give us like a little bit of an insight into what we do here at Mass, right? 4,000 years old. It says in Exodus 24, 3 to 8. So Moses took the book of the covenant. He read it out loud to the people who answered, All that the Lord has said, we hear and do. Then he took the blood from the sacrifice and splashed it over the people and says, this is the blood of the covenant which the Lord God has made according to his words. This is important. He read from the book of the covenant and all the people said, we believe. And then he took blood from the sacrifice and he sprinkled it on the people to where it could be tangible, to where they could feel it, to where they could be involved in the sacrifice. What is it that we do in mass? We read from the book of life. We read from God's laws. We all listen. The homily is meant to unpack the word of God so that we can understand it a little more. And then right afterwards, in a few minutes, we're all going to stand and we're going to say, I believe. I agree with what is said. And then we're going to move to the altar where we have sacrifice. I just want to give you a little window into what we do, right? So we read in the book about Abraham and Isaac, about how this young boy is going up the mountain, this young only son of Abraham, asking where are we going to get this sacrifice? What are we going to do? And Abraham says, God will provide for us a sacrifice, knowing full well that he was going to sacrifice his only son because that's what he was asked to do. 
We don't sacrifice animals anymore. We don't have a bloody sacrifice. There's a reason for it because at one point in our history, someone said, I will be the sacrifice. Someone said, I will place myself on the altar. And they took the wood of the cross and they climbed up the hill and they offered themselves once for all to God on our behalf. They offered themselves as an offering for us. They sacrificed themselves. They offered themselves for us. This is why we do what we do. This is why we do the same thing over and over and over again because there's nothing else that God has given us that can compare to what we do. He has given us direction. He has organized the way that we worship because we need to worship in this way. We need to commit ourselves and be all in in this way because Christ was completely. We can have the best homilies. We can have the best music. But when we don't have sacrifice, we are missing out on what Christ gives us. That's why we're Catholic. And so I just want to offer you these words that we say in Mass. Hopefully they will mean something completely different to you. In a few minutes I'm going to say, blessed are you Lord God of all creation. I'm going to take the gifts that you offer right, we have the offertory. A few people are going to represent you and they're going to bring these gifts up to the altar. And the priest is going to accept these gifts, and he's going to bring them to the altar. And he's going to say these words, Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. And I'm going to say, Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine that we offer you. Why? We're entering into, and we'll talk about this in the upcoming weeks, we're entering into the sacrifice, the offering of Jesus to the Father. And these are the words that, that you and I are going to say together. You're going to hear these words in a different way today. The priest is going to say, pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our mighty Father. And you're going to say these words. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his church. But dear friends, we, we don't need to apologize for the way that we worship. We don't need to apologize for being Catholic. We don't need to, to be embarrassed that we do the same thing over and over again. What we're doing is we're reaching back 2,000 years ago to enter into the one sacrifice that was already 2,000 years ago. And Jesus says this, as Moses came down the mountain and says, I want to consecrate and offer a sacrifice for this covenant God has given, this is what Jesus says. Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for all of you for the forgiveness of sins. The next three weeks, we're going to unpack the meaning of that. We're going to talk about the lamb. We're going to talk about how Jesus is connected to the lamb. We're going to talk about more and more how everything we do 
is rooted and grounded in the Old Testament. It's rooted and grounded in Christ. It's rooted and grounded in this new covenant based on the sacrifice of Christ on Calvary. So today I ask you just to pray with this question. What are you bringing today that you are offering on the altar? What are you bringing that are represented in this bread and wine that you need God to see, that you need God to receive? Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe there's some marriages in here that need to be healed. Maybe it's your own personal life. Maybe there's some addictions. Maybe there's some patterns of behavior. Maybe there's some people that you know who are sick. They're dying. Maybe they have cancer. Maybe they have a a diagnosis that is scary. Maybe it's your children who are maybe far off. You haven't seen them or you don't know where they are or they're just in trouble. Maybe it's your grandkids or maybe it's just this world that is just so broken that is just consuming all of your energy. What are you placing on the altar Let's pause for a moment. What are we bringing today to the Lord? What are we offering as a sacrifice to God? Just close your eyes right now. What are you bringing to God?